This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for 39 years as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. And now here's your host, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio, 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week as we talk about the mental side of sports. And you'll have to excuse my voice this morning, a little bit under the weather, but I'm ready to go, ready to talk with you. And next week, we'll be beginning, beginning my 30th consecutive year and uh, looking forward to another great year on the radio here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Our shows are podcasted all over the place on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. They're here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. They're on my website, winnerslimited.com. And we talk about all kinds of things in this show. We talk about the mental side of sports. We talk about sportsmanship. We talk about attitude. We talk about relationships. We talk about why mental health is important in sports. And today we're going to have a special guest on. Her name is Kathy DeCoco. Her son, Frank, founded a program called the Real Man Program. She's going to be joining us in a few minutes. <clears throat> we're going to talk about this program. It's about building character. And this is one of the things that I want to talk about before we introduce Kathy, because if you've listened to this show, you've listened to me over the years, you know, one of the things that I talk a lot about on this show is mental health and about relationships, about communication, about understanding how people get along. If you're an athlete, if you're a coach, you're an official, you're a fan, doesn't matter, you're a person, you're a human being. Last week we talked about mental health. This month we've had several shows where I've talked about some incidents in sports that have been appalling. Down in Florida, a U9 football game, a coach slapped a player, punched a player, nine years of age, twice. That coach has now been banned from coaching. The week before, we talked about a playoff game in Texas, a high school football playoff game where a player who was ejected for unsportsmanlike conduct and roughing the passer attacked an official, went out and laid him out gave him a concussion, knocked him out. He's now been charged with assault and suspended. These are issues that people have, and it's an issue we all have, because the, the, the whole topic of character is so very important. And, you know, when I, when I work with all these young athletes, and I'm in my 40th year of work as a sports psychologist, when I work with all these young athletes, one of the things we always talk about in regards to the recruiting process is what are coaches looking for? Yeah, they're looking for you to be skilled in your sport. But I think now, more than ever, coaches, when it comes down to choosing between two athletes, male or female, to come on their team, they're going to want to know about their character, the type of person they are, how they deal with relationships, how they deal with people. Do they lose their temper? Do they blow up all the time? And I think they're going to want to take people who have a more grounded character. So with that, I'd like to introduce Kathy DeCoco, who's joining us this morning. Kathy, good morning. How are you? 
Good morning. I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for joining me today. Um, let's talk about the Real Man program. Tell us a little bit about it, how it started, and what where it's at now what and what you're doing with it. Okay. Well, my late son, Frank, was a football coach for a number of years, 10 or more years, um, all while he was in college and graduate school, and then, of course, beyond that. And, um, and he, he coached in a few different states over the years. So he saw wherever he was, there were young men who didn't have dads living at home with them. Um, there was bullying going on. And um, he decided at one point to write, <clears throat> to write a character program. And he entitled it the Real Man Program. And, of course, each of the letters, R-E-A-L, has a meaning. Um, R stands for respecting all people. E stands for especially women. He was very big on being respectful to women. Um, a is to always do the right thing. L is to live a life that matters. So he wrote his first book probably around 2009 and went on to write several more books. And wherever he coached, he would teach them character and teach young men, this is not all about you and how much money you have and what kind of car you're driving and what, how many girls you can go out with. And um, it's all about what kind of person you are, how um, kind you are to others, how respectful you are to others. And so he started to um, teach this, this program and um, started to send his books out to coaches, mostly football coaches, because that was the world he lived in, but teaching respect and character and work ethic and integrity. That's for all boys and girls of all ages and whether they're in a sport or not. So, um, so he wrote this program and, and has, has taught it, and now it's literally being taught to thousands of boys and girls in the United States and Canada and even beyond. Well, I think it's, it's something that's very necessary. And, and you know, I, we connected on LinkedIn, which is where I found you, you found me, and, and uh, I wanted to have you on the show. Let me ask you, what was the catalyst for him to do this? Whether it was it what he was seeing with people he was coaching, people he was seeing at games, pe- people he was seeing in the classroom, I and mean, what what brought this on for him to get into this? I think it was because of the young men he was coaching, and like I said, he was in a couple of different states on uh, New England as well as South and Alabama. Um, he coached mostly on the high school level, but um, also some college, and I think it was the young men he was seeing, and he. He um, knew that many of them were coming from homes where they they had no dad to you know to try and, and teach the young men how to be how to be respectful young men. And so um, knowing that coaches and um, coaches have a, a big responsibility because some of these kids are coming from homes where they're they're not being taught. Um, how to live a, a, a good life and how to do the right thing. And so coaches, no matter what the sport, they, um, they have a, a, a responsibility to, to fill in for where the parents um, are not there. And many kids um, have become very close to their coaches over the um, seven and a half years since my son has passed. We have, my husband and I have attended 
different um, boarding clinics, and I, uh, you know, um, I passed out some of his books, and I've spoken at some clinics, and um, you could just see that there are coaches out there that take their their players out for dinner and shopping, and you know, just kind of fill in take them home to eat, you know, just fill in where there are no um, parents at home. Well, the importance of having having great guidance is so important. And I think, you know, I, I've said for years, a, a good coach is a good psychologist, a bad coach needs a sports psychologist. And great coaches are great leaders, but they're great communicators and they're great listeners. And I think a great coach is someone who takes the time to understand their athletes as people. And I think that's what your program is talking about. I'm talking to Kathy DeCoco. She is in charge of the Real Man program that her son, Frank, designed and founded. It's a great program about character for coaches. This is this is a, a great topic to finish the year off with because, you know, I think as we enter 2021, the issues of leadership, character, personality are going to be more important than ever in our society. And this is a great, t- great topic to get into. So I'd love to hear from you if you have a question. Kathy, we're going to continue after the break. I want to talk more about you know, what you've seen from some of the kids who've been in the program and how it's helped them. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist... With 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive, realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development, our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com radio. That's winnersunlimited.com radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com radio. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Let's be honest. The National Symphony may not be in his future, but he wanted to try violin. So you said yes because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more about keeping your kids safe in your vehicle at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? Where does sand come from? 
Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire, including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org. What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by End Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Olivia, from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Good morning, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHP in Kansas City. And looking forward to starting up next week on my 30th year on radio. Today we're having a great show. Uh, very interesting guest. Her name is Kathy DeCoco. Her son Frank founded a program called The Real Man Program. It's about empowering and inspiring young men to learn about respecting people. Respect. Right, Kathy? Isn't that what this is all about? It's about respect. That is. It's all about respect and doing the right thing and um, living a life that matters. So let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. I'm sure in your work, watching the program develop, listening to speeches and people, you've probably seen in sports bad examples of character displayed, right? Correct. Okay. Tell tell us what you've seen that really probably has upset you as much as anything. Well, playing a sport is um, like being in the game of life. If you're rough with each other, if you're pushing, uh, I've seen over the years, you know, many young players, um, whether it be football or hockey, or just um, not choosing their teammates with respect and actually hurting them. And um, the, the Real Man program teaches you to treat your fellow players, whether they're your friends or the opponents, treat them with respect and treat them fairly. Um, and it's been proven that teams will win more games if they do treat each other with respect. It's been proven that their grades will um, get better. And uh, if, they teach, if they treat each other with respect and, um, 
and and they have good character. So let me so, let me uh, okay. Let me ask this question then: How do you teach respect to a young man who doesn't really understand what it's about? Because that obviously your program does that. So what? How can we help young men or women, young athletes, people to understand that more? Okay, well that's a good question because there's a there are a lot of families where parents don't know what to teach, and so the um, I have one of my son's books in front of me right now as I'm looking through it. It's the first book he wrote is called Playbook for Manhood: A Game Plan for Being a Real Man, and it actually goes step by step. It, it's he lives in the football world, so the book is divided into four downs or you know four quarters. And um, a teacher, a coach, um, any educator or mentor just needs to have this book in front of them and literally read about respect. And there are discussion questions where if you've got these, these students in a locker room for 10 minutes or on a bus going to an away game for a half hour, you have the time to sit and discuss and throw questions back and forth with them. And um, it's been proven. They enjoy responding to these questions they don't want to just be talked to about respect they want input and and so the way um these books are written in the real man program is they have discussion questions they have lesson plans so if you've got 10 minutes if you've got an hour with them um there's enough material to teach character traits for a month so, you know um, I, 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 I sorry sorry what, what i was going to say is I, I i've always been of the belief that we're reflections of three things. You know, the, 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 our genetics, which we can't change, the way we're raised, which we can't change, but the environment we're in now, which we have a lot of control over. And what you're saying is this can really help with that. If you have a question for us, love for you to give us a call, ask Kathy a question about this, because she's got it together here, and she understands what this is about, about respect and building character with her, the, pro, the program, the Real Man program. Blake, you've got a question for us. Yeah, Kathy, I think one of the things that, especially as a, a younger man myself, um, you know, how important is it to teach especially younger men that it's being a man is not about being the strongest always or being the toughest always or or you know being the biggest or you know or the bravest is it's way more about respecting the people around you doing the proper things that you're supposed to be doing in life and, and, and kind of a a side joke that one of my you know one of my uh, one of my role models always says is you know being a man is about doing things you don't want to do when you don't want to do them but you have, you know, you have to do it. So, so how important is it to really stress to these young kids that it's not always about the things that we we might see on TV, but about really doing the things that that we're supposed to do. It's extremely important, and I think the younger we could start teaching um, young men, especially, the better. So that by the time <clears throat> by the time they get to college, um, they may be set in their ways, and but still, you know, this program is being taught in colleges all around the country. And um, sometimes a young man or even a young woman, they don't know what to do, you know, because they may not be taught this by their parents. They may not have parents or their mom might be working two or three jobs and there's no dad in the home. And um, so, so sometimes the young boys and girls really don't know what to do until someone tells them. And, and the Real Man program, like I said, it's all written out. And, and you could discuss this with them so to the point where then they do now hear it and they'll understand it. And, um, and I have seen, you know, young boys and girls go on to um, pay it forward to teach this program to others. Um, we have real man wristbands, and I have seen one young man um, 
tried to explain to someone, well, this is the R on this risk and It stands for respect. I'm learning how to respect people. You know, so um, they enjoy learning about it because sometimes they're hearing it for the first time. Let me, let me ask you a question, Kathy, regarding that, especially in regards to respect, which is, in our society today, something that's gone out the window in a lot of ways, and it, it, it bothers me immensely that there's such a lack of respect. People insult people, cut people down, and it starts with leadership. So how do we teach respect when you have a coach or a leader who doesn't demonstrate that? When someone in charge isn't showing respect. So how are you going to expect the people they're coaching to show respect when they don't show it? I know, so that's a tough one. Um, And I have met coaches too, and I've spoken over the years with many thousands of coaches. There are some that just care about winning, um, winning their sport, and um, they don't, I don't have the time to teach this. You know what? There's assistant coaches. So if you've got a head coach who may not care or want to put this a little bit of extra effort into teaching respect, jump in as an assistant coach or jump in. Um, I've got a high school English teacher, you know, um, life skills classes, retention classes. It's not only just to be taught in the sports arena, but in a, I know the schools are jam packed with the curriculum. So maybe. Um, an after-school program or during lunch or, like I said, a detention class or a study hall. Someone else can jump in um, when they see that these kids are not being taught respect at home and they're not being taught by their head coach. Um, just take 10 minutes a day or half hour once a week. And once you start teaching them about respect and about some of the um, steps and the questions in these books, um, you'll have the opportunity to then throw out a question, you know, every day to them, not just when you actually have them in a, in the classroom or on the field or in the locker room. My guest this morning yeah, is, more- sorry, Kathy, my guest this morning is Kathy DeCoco. She's in charge of the Real Man Program, a program about empowering and inspiring young men to live life the right way. This is a great interview, and I love, love what she's saying here because this is so, so, so important. We've got a big problem in our country and our society today with respect. It's gone out the window. And this program is great because it talk, talks about it. And it's something I want to get into our next segment, Kathy, we come back from our break, about, you know, dealing with this and dealing with leadership from the coach's perspective about how to handle it the right way. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist with 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development. Our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com slash radio. That's winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com slash radio. 
One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has pre-diabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Let's be honest. The National Symphony may not be in his future, but he wanted to try violin. So you said yes because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more about keeping your kids safe in your vehicle at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? Where does sand come from? Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire, including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org. What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Pressure. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to focus on that word, pressure. Because we all face it every day in our lives. How we handle it, how we deal with it is so important. My guest this morning is Kathy DeCoco from The Real Man Program, a program that inspires young men to live life the right way. And it's about respect. And uh, Kathy's been kind enough to join us today in a great interview. Kathy, look, before we continue on, people want to find out about the program. How can they reach you? How can they get in touch with you to, to get information about this? Because I think this is something that I'm going to talk about in this segment with you about that, that everybody should really learn. How would they find out? Yes, yeah, no, thank you so much. Um, my son also started a foundation because he asked us to give scholarships 
Um, and so the foundation is a 501c3 called Hope, H-O-P-E, Foundation for a Better Tomorrow. So the website for the foundation is www.hopehopefoundation.us, like the United States. And um, there's information on the Hope Foundation website that shows all of the books that he wrote. And um, it also has a couple of videos that there, well, two different coaches have um, have uh, prepared on PowerPoint for our website. And also they speak around the country about this program and, and represent our foundation. And um, it also lists all of the scholarship recipients. Well, that's... Because, um, Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Because uh, we... we you have, you know, we, we are a, a nonprofit, and so I think it's important when people um, make donations to our foundation, they see what we're doing with um, with their foundation with their donations. And so we have given 61 scholarships to students or grants to teams in schools over the last seven and a half years since Coach Frank um, passed away. And um, there's a picture of every recipient, and um, it lists them all. And so that, that's another thing, too. If you teach the Real Man Character Program, we want to reward any mentor or coach. And so our scholarships are given to um, schools and teams and organizations and camps that teach the Real Man Program. Well, I think so, I think everybody should learn about oh, this program, Kathy. I really do because I think we're what what you, what your son founded and, and got into is so important. And, and here's where I'm coming from with this. As I said, I've, I've made it, I'm in my 40th year of work as a sports psychologist. I'm in my beginning of next week, my 30th year on the radio. I've been talking about this stuff forever, and for the longest time, people just basically said, "Doc, you're you're crazy. You're full of it. You know, come on, man." I mean, winning. It's about winning. You play sports to win. I don't care what kind of person you are. you got to go out there and win. Well, in the end, when the game's over, you're, you're a person. You're a person when you're playing, but you've, you've got to do with life. It's not, it's not about winning. It's about success. And, and see, I think those are two different words. Too many coaches, I think, Kathy, put so much emphasis on winning the game instead of being successful in what you're doing. I mean, the NFL season's winding down here, and I'm in Kansas City. And a little bit biased, but, you know, home of the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. I love saying that because I've been a Chiefs fan since the first game I've ever played. But you don't know what's going to happen. At the end of this year, there'll be one team that'll win the Super Bowl throughout this crazy year. All the other teams won't. And in professional sports, the goal is to win, be a champion. But the question is, are you getting better? College sports, you know, you want to win. But are you learning something about yourself? High school sports, you want to win, but are you learning something? Youth sports, it shouldn't be about winning. To me, it should be about Having fun, learning, and growing. What do you think of that? Well, I think for sure you will win more games if you treat each other more respectfully, um, your own teammates as well as your opponents, and that's been proven. Um, I've got a, a, a coach that I also met on LinkedIn from uh, Memphis who told me the Real Man program has transformed his football program. And, um, you know, I've had other coaches around the country tell me the same thing. Their grades have improved. They have won more games. And when you start being um, kinder to each other and trying not to hurt your opponents, 
you know, um, you are going to win more games. And sometimes some coaches don't want to put in those extra 10 minutes a day because they don't see the value of teaching respect. Well, can you be can you be a tough guy? Can you be a tough guy as a coach and be respectful? Oh, definitely, uh, uh, for sure. Yeah, um, you've got to show them your your players that you're a strong leader, but you kind of teach them too how to be good to each other. You know how to be kind to each other, how to um, be grateful, how to be honest, not just respectful. The Real Man Program teaches 21 different character traits. And uh, work ethic, respect, gratitude, uh, integrity, honesty, those are just a few of them. Well, that's why one of my favorite sayings I've said forever is a good coach takes his or her ego at the door. It's not about the coach. It's about the players. It's about the athletes, the people. there, And, and that can apply if you're a debate coach, if you're a band coach, the cheerleading coach. doesn't matter, right? It's, it's about right. – and that's where right. Right, leadership, to me, starts with, I think, understanding yourself – being humble, and being empathetic. I think good leaders, good coaches are empathetic. They care about people. They understand where other people are coming. It's not about them. There are a lot of people in this, in this country who could take a lesson in that. And I think your program teaches that. What, can you tell us a, a, a success story you've, you've heard from this program? Well, this program also is teaching young people how to become good leaders as well. So they're not just being... Um, taught how to be respectful, but being taught all the character traits, they will become better leaders themselves. And I saw our um, our very first scholarship recipient almost eight years ago go on to become a, a coach and now lead and mentors young people. And, um, and I would expect that's true of so many more around the country that you know, they're learning this and they're going on to tell other people, like the, the young man who wore the wristband and, and is going around telling adults, you know, um, I'm wearing this wristband and it stands for R, respect. That's what I'm learning about by my football coach. So um, they're, they're out there and they're telling others. We had a um, middle school in Arkansas, um, the coach was teaching the Real Man Character Program, and uh, we sent in someone to ask him some questions. And at that age, at 7th grade and 8th grade, um, their comments are such that I know I can't answer my mom back anymore. I know I can't hit the girl on the bus who hits me first. You know, so if they did not learn these concepts from the Real Man Program, you would have it's just kids just answer back their parents. Now they're learning at a young age that you've got to treat your parents with respect. You've got to treat other friends with respect and teachers with respect and, and um, be kind to them with your words as well as maybe opening the door for someone, um, whether it's a, a young girl or an, an older adult. You know, so it, and, and, and sometimes we just don't know that inherently. We have to be told that. You know, young kids running through a, a, into a, a, a building, opening the door, and do they know to hold the door for the person coming behind them? Not necessarily until someone brings it to their attention, and then they're learning it. So then it's being taught to them. Otherwise, you know, they, they may not have heard that you should do such a thing as hold the door for the person following you. But once they learn it, then they'll go on to tell others about it. 
And then as they grow up and they become teachers and coaches and mentors, they're going to keep this going and teach the, the students that they're responsible for mentoring. Well, so you're, you're, this, pro, th- yeah, this program is tremendous, and, and I think every school should have it implemented in to help young people out, not just boys but girls as well. Everybody should learn this. Joining me is Kathy DeCoco this morning from the Real Man program. She's going to stick around part of our last segment with us. And we're going to talk about how you can get involved in this. If you're a coach, I think this is something you should look into because, you know, I talk about mental health on this show all the time. And we don't teach kids enough about mental health because, in the end, that's what it comes down to. The winning and losing are results. How you get there is more important. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist, With 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development, our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com slash radio. That's winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com slash radio. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has pre-diabetes, with early diagnosis, pre-diabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has pre-diabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. (gasps) Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? Where does sand come from? Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire, including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org. What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? 
Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. It's our last show of 2020. And my guest this morning is Kathy DeCoco of the Real Man Program. It's a tremendous program in empowering young men to really learn respect, dealing with people properly. And, and Kathy, you know, I, I, I'm really glad we connected. I'm getting you on here to help spread this message around. What do you, let me ask you a few definitions here from your perspective. What is your definition of winning? Well, I guess uh, everyone wants to be a winner, and whether you're playing a, a sport or in a musical contest or whatever, um, everyone wants to win the prize. But um, according to the Real Man Program, winning is if you're a good person, if you're a kind person, a patient person. So you are a winner if you are a good person and you treat others like you want to be treated, like the golden rule. Treat me like I, um, I have to treat you like I would like you to treat me. And that's what a winner is. Okay. So society, I, no, go society ahead. has it different, right? Society is winning that trophy or that, um, you know, that prize, but, um, but we know differently. Well, I, 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 yeah, I feel you can have a thousand people go out and run a 10K road race. Only one person's going to come in first place faster than everybody else, so everybody can be a winner if they ran their best time. So, right. to me, winning is about accomplishing your goals. It's not about the result of beating others. It's about did you did you succeed in what you wanted to do. Okay, what's your definition of losing? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm making it tough no, early in the morning here. No, no. But there, really, there's, there's no one who's a loser. Everyone is special. Everyone um, is, is a gift. Everyone is, is made in God's image. We are all winners um, in life. No one's a loser. You may, quote, lose a game or a contest or a run, a race, but um, it doesn't mean that you're a failure at all. Everyone is, is a success and, and a winner in life. Okay, and I'll come back to that in a second. And the last definition, self-confidence. Well, many people don't have self-confidence, and I, and I could see that as a problem today. Um, a lot of people don't have self-worth, and that's probably contributing to the drug problem, the suicide problem, teaching people how to be kind and how to be respectful and how to be grateful and how to be honest. Um would definitely contribute to someone's value of their self. Do you feel that role models, and obviously the, the Real Man program is about role models, that role models really can teach these things if they understand it themselves? Most definitely. And, and if you are a mentor in any way, whether you're an educator or a coach, if you're a mentor in any way, um, that's why there are these, these books. I know there's other character programs out there, and you know, they're, some are very expensive, some are very lengthy. This is just a simple book or two. You know, and um, it's written for you. I've talked to coaches who say, gee, I've, I've got to go research and learn um, how to teach character. No, you don't. This is all researched for you and all written out for you. All you've got to do is 
we did to um, your students, to your players. So as, so, we, as we wrap up here, Kathy, I'd like you to, if, once again, tell people how people uh, how they can find out about the Real Man program, get in touch with you, and, and, and learn more about this to help educate themselves and the kids they coach. Yes, I, I'd love more people to teach this program. It is my mission to continue my son's mission of helping young people. And so if you go to www.hopefoundation, that's H-O-P-E, foundation.us, like United States, my um, email and my phone number are on that website, as well as information about the Real Man program, as well as a couple of videos of um, coaches teaching the Real Man program, and uh, as well as a list of all the scholarship and grant recipients. And if you teach the character program, then um, we could possibly offer you a scholarship for one of your students as well, or a grant for your team to have team dinners or team uniforms. That's our reward to coaches and mentors for teaching the character program. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today, Kathy. This is a great program. I hope everybody listening gets involved in this and gets in contact with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Stay safe and Happy New Year to you. Thank you, and have a good new year, and thank you so much for inviting me and and letting me share the Real Man program with your listeners. Have a good day. Okay, thank you very much. You know, I want to wrap things up here. Um, First of all, I want to thank Sports Radio 810 WHB. I've been here for 19 years and be starting my 20th year next week. And uh, Chad Boger and the staff here have allowed me to do this show. And I'm a little bit biased. I think this show is needed. It's necessary. There aren't many shows about mental health, especially in regards to sports in this country. And I do this show to help you understand yourself, understand what's going on. You don't have to agree with me. A lot of people don't. That's fine. But I think, you know, like I said, if you have two athletes who are physically the same, the one with the stronger mind will be the one who will come out on top. So how do you come out on top? It starts with what we just talked about today, character. It starts with understanding what you're about, your goals, your direction in life. We're all reflections of so many things, the people we're around, the environment we're in, how we were raised. And let's face it, our country's been in a crisis this year, so many different things going on. You know, the, the, the pandemic, obviously, the, the racial issues, the political issues. There's so much angst and so much anger. And people get along so much better if they can communicate, they can listen, and they can show respect to each other. So hopefully... That's going to happen more so as we move into 2021. Hopefully we will have learned some things from this year. You know, and I talk so much about sportsmanship on this show. And it's not just in sports, it's in life. I mean, to me, if you teach sportsmanship, you're ta- talking about what we just talked about with Kathy DeCoco, about respect. We're talking about respect. And, yeah, we, we go, you, you know, Herm Edwards, great quote, you play to win the game. Well, if you are an athlete, professional athlete, your goal is to win because that is going to keep you employed. It's going to get you more money. It's going to get you another contract. But to get there along the way, you have to learn about success and failure. You have to learn about winning and losing. You have to learn about the ups and downs that come. And that's where character comes in. That's where who you are comes in. And in the 40 years, like I said, I'm in my 40th year of work. I've had the privilege to work with so many great people. I've been the First sports psychologist at Kansas City Royals, one of the first sports psychologists in Major League Baseball back in 1990. I was the team psychologist of the Olympic cycling team back in the 80s. We won nine medals in the 84 Olympics, hadn't won any in 72 years. 
I was the University of Kansas first sports psychologist. I've worked with a lot of people. I've had tremendous relationships along the way. I've learned so much. I've worked with some people who weren't good people. To be honest with you, I've worked with some people who had a lot of issues, who didn't understand mental health. And I just feel in the end, like I say, you can have two athletes who are physically the same. The one with a stronger mind will be the one who'll come out on top. So how do you come out on top? Having goals, understanding your strengths and weaknesses, understanding your fears, understanding your stressors, but understanding yourself. And hopefully this show helps you with that. That's why I do this show every week. And along the lines of that, next week, the beginning of my 30th year on radio, I'm going to have a very special guest on. His name is Alan Mayer. If you played soccer in this country, you know his name. He is one of the best goalkeepers in the history of American soccer. Alan was the very first guest I had on my very first radio show back in 1992. And he has agreed to come back on the show next week. And we're going to talk about how sports has changed, how things have changed in sports since the 80s. Alan was one of the best goalkeepers to play the game. He had a great mental routine. He had a great perspective. He was a leader. He's, he's a wonderful human being. He's gone on and been successful after playing professional sports. And I think it's a, it'll be a great interview to talk with him. And if you are a fan back in the 80s of the MISL, Major Indoor Soccer League, Kansas City Comets, San Diego Soccer is where he played with both those teams. You'll love the show, love to listen to it, tell your friends about it. You know, I do this show every week to help you learn about yourself. And if I help one person, I've accomplished my goal. That's why I do this show. I've been very fortunate to be able to be on the radio for so many years and to, to talk with you. So I want to thank you all for listening. You know, our shows are podcasted, as I said, here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Go to the additional programming link, click it on, you'll find my shows. My shows are podcasted on my website, winnersunlimited.com. You can send me an email there at drj at winnersunlimited.com. They're also on Twitter at DRJ Sports Psych. They're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, all over the place. Hope you're all staying safe, wearing your mask, doing your social distancing, doing all the things we're being told to do. Take care of yourselves. Be careful this week as we enter a new, a new year. I'll be celebrating a birthday this week, so I'll be a year older next week as well. I'm a senior citizen, and I feel it. Anyway, I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Thank you for listening. I want to thank Kathy DeCoco for being my guest today. Stay safe. Have a great week. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. You've been listening to the Sports Psychology Hour. For more information, go to winnersunlimited.com. I'm Dr. Andrew Jacobs. As a sports psychologist with 38 years of experience, I've worked with athletes, coaches, parents, and officials, assisting them at learning how to handle issues like sportsmanship, self-confidence, developing a positive realistic attitude, and achieving maximum performance. I want more people to know about the importance of having fun, learning from failure, and that winning is about doing your best. That's why I created the Sportsmanship Foundation, a 501c3 educational organization dedicated to promoting and educating parents and athletes about the role of good sportsmanship in our development. Our priority is to help bring back the fun into youth sports. If you're interested in learning more or making a donation, go to winnersunlimited.com slash radio. That's winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Doing your best, having fun, and becoming a winner. The Sportsmanship Foundation at winnersunlimited.com slash radio. Olivia, 
from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Can I touch this? Where does sand come from? Is this tree good for climbing? What happens if I mix these two things together? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Storing your guns securely is the best way to prevent family fire, including unintentional shootings. For more information on safe gun storage and ways to keep your family safe, visit endfamilyfire.org. That's endfamilyfire.org. What do we keep in the attic? What's this thing called? Can I ride my bike backwards? Like I said, kids are curious. It's up to us to keep them safe. Brought to you by End Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council.